Back to the Hampton Roads experience with Mike and Joe. I'm Mike, and I'm Joe, and uh, we love all the f- the positive feedback we've been getting uh, uh, about the show, and uh, we're happy to hear everyone's finding it uh, worthwhile to listen to. So uh, we're obviously doing something right. Something. Yeah. So uh, today's going to be another great episode, and uh, we've got Stephanie here from SOS Credit Solutions. S- say hi, Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be talking to us today about uh, something that is a lot more common in society than you probably think: bad credit. Bad credit. <laughs> <laughs> she's also uh, she's also going to talk to us today about uh, the steps you can take to fix that problem. Uh, so if you're struggling out there with bad credit score, uh, listen closely because uh, today's show is for you. Sweet. All right, let's uh, let's get the show going. So uh, Stephanie, why don't you? Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into the credit repair and uh, how long you've been doing it? All like right. That. So I'm actually going to try to keep this short because I could give you the long, drawn-out <laughs> details of what happened. But see, what had happened was <laughs> um, I needed credit repair myself. Um, okay. I, we bought a house uh, 2005, hit the bubble. Yeah. Um, yeah. I felt that one too. We've all <laughs> been yeah, there. And I bought a house in Suffolk. It was a townhouse in Suffolk. Town today's market would probably go for one ten. Mm-hmm. We bought it for one thirty five, um, and the guy who owned it before us had bought it for like eighty nine, um, yeah. and then the market like dried up. You know, I was like twenty five, something like that. Oh yeah, market dried up. Um, government contractors didn't have overtime overtime anymore, and I was a stay at home mom with my kids. So my <laughs> husband was the contractor, no overtime. And called the bank, asked them for help, and they said, no, we're not going to help you. Uh, And I was like, oh, my God. Damn banks. (laughs) So just a word for the wise, the banks won't help you unless you're in trouble. Mm -hmm. We weren't in trouble. We were trying to stop it from being something in trouble. Um, And they said, no, we let it go, and we let it go. And then we ended up letting it go too long. And they were like, no, now we're foreclosing. And we're like, ugh. (laughs) <laughs> um, Don't worry, the banks are all getting penalized every morning. Every morning, now they're like, How every we morning they're like, yes, what can I do? Yeah. Do you want me to make your mortgage payment for you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's these fantastic stories is why the banking industry has changed. But um, we got some really bad advice. Um, we ended up with, that. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, when you tell somebody that you're in trouble, everybody comes out of the woodwork. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's like sharks circling. Oh, yeah. Like I got to get that chum, right? I was a chum. Um, and we ended up with a emergency bankruptcy and the foreclosure and bad credit. Um, fast forward. That's we, a trifecta. Yeah. <laughs> you got the Look, trifecta. It, the credit trifecta. If it could have been done We talk then. about it in mortgage all the time. <laughs> She's hit the trifecta. <laughs> Only a few have done the trifecta. If somebody could screw up their credit, it was definitely me. Um, fast forward. A couple of years later, we're trying to get a, get qualified again. We went to a local lender, um, and they recommended that we go to a national credit mm-hmm. care company. And... Um, it just took forever. It, it, there was no help. Like they, they yeah. were just like, hey, just you know, send us these reports and we'll just 
keep rolling and rolling and rolling them through like the dispute process. Mm -hmm. um, but they never told us that, hey, if you pay this credit card down and you do blah, 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 your credit score will come up. So until I started researching, mm -hmm. I didn't know those things. Yeah. Um, so that's really how SOS started. Okay. All right. Well, tell us about SOS credit. What, what, was that, what made you come up with the name? Just... S-O-S, please, someone help me. <laughs> that's, that's what I thought. I mean, that's what I thought. <laughs> makes, to makes total sense. So, so how does it work? I mean, like, if you want to get into the get into the program i know you probably get a lot of referrals from lenders we and do. stuff like that we so do. actually we are completely referral based okay yeah. wow so we but only if, if someone estate. listening to the show right now let's say they were listening to one of our other great shows and they haven't talked to a lender they just know they have credit issues mm -hmm. and that's why they haven't talked to a lender um how do they reach out? I mean, what, what do they got to do? What are the steps to take? So there's two ways that you can get in touch with us. You can call us, 757-356-5756. Uh, Is that a jingle? You know, it should be. Uh, I'm looking into that. There, there could be a jingle. If you're volunteering, <laughs> let's hear Joe's you got, Joe's got a great radio voice. He can make, he can make, he can make you a jingle. Yeah, you can make you a jingle. I've listeners that have a great radio voice. Well, yeah, that stops me from having to get one done on like Fiverr or something. So thanks. Um, no, you can call. I don't want to say it again because I feel like I might have to sing it at that point. But it's, it is 757-356-5756 or um, soscreditsolutions.com. There's actually a page there that says um, enroll now, and you can set an appointment to chat with us. Can I set my bills on fire and throw them up in the air? I don't recommend that. Uh, no, okay. no, that's, that's, a, that's, that's a actually not how no. that works. That's, that's, that's yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Thing. Actually, you know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get serious for a second. People think that when they go through credit repair and things disappear mm -hmm. off their credit reports, that it means they don't owe the debt anymore. And it's not true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the peep, the stories that I hear being a lender. Well, I don't want to pay that one because in two more years, it's going to fall off anyways. According yeah. to who? Well, it's 10 years old. I said, well, yeah, it's 10 years old, but they're still reporting it. So it's like yeah. what it could. I think there is a rule it'll fall if they stop reporting it. But like if they're reporting it, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is it's it's seven years from the date of last activity okay. um, before it falls off. Unless now, it's now a bankruptcy. when you say date of last activity, are you meaning like the, the last, last time, time you paid? made a payment? OK. Yeah. Because okay. they heard, have seven years from that point. Got you. Because I've heard some and, and, and I don't know if it's just a legal thing or something. But if, if they reach out and make contact with you, that that starts the seven years. It does not. You have to make a payment just because they talk okay. to you. People get real worried when they do credit repair because mm -hmm. they're afraid that they're going to uh, renew the debt. You're not renewing the debt by talking to the creditor, but you are the second you make a payment. So if you're if, like if you decide you want to pay a collection that's five years old, well, the statute of limitations for Virginia is five years. They can't take you to court anymore. Okay. Um, but if you pay it at that five year mark, they can then collect again for seven years. So you got to gotcha. be really careful about what you pay. Gotcha. Okay. Do oh. you have like a, and this is, we wrote this down, the profile of an ideal client. Do you have like different gauges? Like if I got a 400 credit score, a 500 credit score, a 540 credit, what's a good place to start? I mean, if I got a 400, should I still call you? Absolutely. Um, I have two criteria before I'll take a client on. The first is you have to pay your bills. You have to be financially sound. If, uh, if you refuse to pay, make payments to your creditors, uh, you're probably going to refuse to pay me. Um, so that's Good number point. one. Yeah. Um, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> but then, I mean, you obviously don't understand the basis of credit if mm -hmm. you, you know, refuse to pay your creditors. <laughs> Get it? Credit? Cre okay, anyways. Um, <laughs> that I, was a bad I don't joke. A, but I don't <laughs> agree with the bill. 
I, How I, often yeah. do you get that? I, that and I that's get it the all one the time. Thing, yeah, I do too. As a lender, you get it all. I'm not paying that one because I don't know it. They're disputing the bill. And the most common yeah. one is like Verizon or, or, or Cox when they're returning equipment. Yeah. Re- it, the, equipment they're returning equipment. The equipment got lost, and they're getting a bill for $250. Mm-hmm. Pay the $250. And fight the battle after the fact, and at least you didn't get your credit destroyed in the meantime, right? If that's what you need to do, absolutely. Yeah, yeah you can take that up the up the chain of command, you know, mm-hmm. without destroying your credit. You can absolutely do that. Um, I don't know. My, my big thing for anybody that's coming to me is, A, you have to be financially sound. If you're not, this is not something that you should be getting into. There are other programs for you. Um, and the second thing is you have to be motivated. So we're a generation of quick fix. I want it done right mm-hmm. now. That's not how credit works. They have um, between, you know, disputes. There's 30 days. The the bureaus have 30 days to be able to come back and say yes or no. The creditors have 30 days to come back and say yes or no. And if they say no, well, you've got to, you know, you've got to do something else, and that's going to be another 30 days. Mm-hmm. It is not a quick fix. Yeah. So and I'm going to chime in on, dis- on disputes real quick because this is another an old, an old way of things that used to be done. People that have bought a house before and they disputed everything on their credit to drive their scores up. Mm-hmm. Now in the lending world, if you have disputed debts, we're going to do a, what they call a manual downgrade. So it doesn't matter if we get an automatic approval or not. So when you're disputing things, once the credit's repaired, we if there's anything that still says accounts in dispute, we have to get that taken off. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we got to we might not be able to do the loan. And you understand gotcha. why that is, right? When they an think account, it's manipulating the, it is. Yes. It, it produces a false score. So mm-hmm. when an account is reported as in dispute, FICO, we're gonna have to do an entire other video about that, or a, a whole other podcast about this because <laughs> that would be a good one. Like, what's FICO? There is experience? a difference yes, between FICO and and Credit Karma or the Vantage scores. Yeah. Um. So let me go back. So when you um. When FICO's algorithm, when they see something that's in dispute, it's almost like a black hole. It's there, but they can't see it. They can't calculate it. Um, so that account might not be counted in the calculation of the FICO score, which is what's producing the false score for you guys. I love the big word, algorithm. Sorry. <laughs> now, no, it's a good word because here's what Pete, another thing, and, and, and you can explain this piece, and we're going off topic because that's what we do. Credit scores can be different if you buy a car, a credit card. Or a mortgage. Am I right? FICO by themselves yeah. has over 68 credit scoring models. All these different algorithms, right? Yep. These, different yeah. algorithms. I love the word algorithm. It's yeah. just got a good... And <laughs> then, um, so, you know, mortgage industry, you guys have, you guys are using FICO. That's what you're mandated, right? Okay. But when you go and buy a car, they can use FICO and then their own scoring system. Right. I've heard about that. Yeah. So they can decide, okay, well, here's what FICO score says, but we gave you all these extra points for this financing you, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. you get, there's, They almost talked about this years ago, and uh, you probably remember, maybe five, eight years ago, they were going to redo the whole credit score system. And it wasn't going to just be what your, was on your credit report. If you've been on your job for 10 years, that was going to give you positive points. It's coming. Yeah, they're still talking about doing I that. I thought they were it's just coming. talking about six months ago. No, too. I they're, like, um, so Experian, they about it. Experian's got a new product right now um, where they're doing that same thing. You can actually give them access. And it's only Experian, so it's not affecting you right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know that it ever will affect you guys. But it's only Experian right now where you can give them access to your bank account. And they can boost your score based on um, the things that you pay. Yep. Wow. Oh, wow. So if I pay my power bill every month on time, 
Um, it'll give you points if you pay you, anything that doesn't it's normally It's like how report. we use non-traditional credit in a mortgage. Right. We can't give you points for it, but mm -hmm. like if you only have one thing on your trade line, you're going to have a fake credit score, right? If you have mm -hmm. one trade line for $300, you can have a 700 credit score, right? Yeah. So underwriter and mortgage is still going to give you a hard time about it, so we'll build up non-traditional credit, not adding points, but adding to your credit, overall credit profile. So it's cool that they're doing that because mm -hmm. I, I agree that I think if you have good time on the job or if you're paying all your utilities on time, because a lot of times the aggravating thing I see is their credit score is low because of medical collections. Like yeah. they'll pay their car on time. They pay their, yeah. you know, everything else on time, but they just don't, you know, they got medical collection issues. Yeah, and I don't think, <clears throat> sorry, I don't think that people should get penalized for getting sick i don't think you should right. be able to tell yeah. me i can't get a house because my kids got sick right and we don't That's typically cool. make them pay them off anymore close like we used to have to have them pay them off but if your score is your score, so yeah, if it's FICO affecting your pick it up. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So the thing, like medical medical bills aren't like a normal a normal you know debt you know mm -hmm. per se. You know I think I think that uh, you know and, and a lot of us are getting hit. It doesn't them, show your you credit know. profile if you didn't pay your yeah, medical. They're kind of like something right. that just happened. It just happened. <laughs> it was a life thing that just happened. Yeah. And I, if you're paying everything else, you shouldn't well, get beat to death because <clears> I of will it. tell you that lenders are still down in the FICO. Um, two, three, and four range for mm -hmm. you, the product that you're using to pull credit. Well, FICO's up at like FICO 9 right now. And in FICO 9, medical bills are not counted. Um, so they will not be in your score. And if you pay a collection and you use FICO 9, it is no longer counted in your score either. So huh. it's more trending data than stagnant data. So the mortgage industry is still in stagnant data use. And it's just because it's kind of that um, if it ain't broke, don't fix it thing. Um, where they would just have to train all their lenders and bring in new products and stuff, so it's kind of difficult. But those scoring algorithms are out there where they're not counting mm. those things anymore. I think we're going to see a big shift soon. That's pretty cool. So, and you got to be yeah. impressed with the lingo that she's using because I don't yeah. even know what any of this stuff means. Sorry. <laughs> no, I think it's fantastic. I think well, it's fantastic. If anybody out there is shopping to get credit repaired, <laughs> you should be you should be completely <laughs> impressed right now. Because yeah. yeah. I've been doing I've been in mortgages almost twenty years and <laughs> I'm blown away. I expect the phones to be ringing for you when the show airs. Yeah. So let's let's talk about the process a little bit here. You know, like say say somebody's got bad credit, they're trying to get pre-approved for a home with Mike. Uh, you know, their score. Doesn't quite cut it. Um, Mike refers them over to you. What's the what's the process from there? What 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 happens? How do we do this? So they're going to get on the phone, likely with um, my main girl, Darlene, is likely who they're going to talk to first, and she's going to go over the okay. process with them. Really, what's going to happen when the client signs up is we're going to break your credit report down for you, which most mm -hmm. people have never had done in their life. Um, where we'll tell you the Sounds good, painful. the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. It, it makes it makes you face It'll reality. Hurt a little bit. It'll hurt a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but then I'll make it feel all better, baby. Um, <laughs> but we're going to break it all down for you, let you know what's good, what's, uh, what's bad, and then we'll make a plan for the things that you need to do to fix it, and then we'll let you know what we're going to do to fix it, and then we're going to redo that cycle every month. So we got our results. Here's what we need to do because you're really – you're creating a new credit report mm -hmm. every month. So mm -hmm. it can't be, I'm never going to look at your credit report again. Like I have to do this same thing every month. This is like so we get it done out. fast. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Stick with me. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have credit muscles by the end of this. <laughs> so, uh, and, 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 and sticking with that process and timeframes, 
How, uh, you know, how long do you typically work with a client and, and about how much of an improvement should they expect to see? So each credit report is different. Okay. Um, I hate to say that because I know people think I'm kind of putting that answer off. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you uh, the law of averages is normally four to six months, depending okay. on how motivated the client is. Again, mm -hmm. because we're a generation of I want it now. Mm -hmm. um, so how motivated is the client to get into a home? Um, how much money does that client have? Because again, we're different because we're not just gonna keep running that dispute process. There mm. is a point where we'll say, hey, this company will delete the debt if you pay it. Why don't you go ahead and do that so we don't yeah. have to run this process again? Yeah. Um, so we know a lot of those tips and tricks and as long as they do what we tell them to do when we tell them to do it, they can be done in four to six months. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you have, what's the average score? I know, because you work a lot with lenders. I know I'll typically send something in if they're in the, they're in the 480s it's kind of like you know same thing at yeah. that point you're lacking motivation to even right. pay any of your bills right but if i see you at like a 550 560 and sometimes you get those credit ports so you're just like why why is it here it should be a 610 620 you've right. seen those too yeah. and it's just like why those are the ones that i know i typically set in so do you have like a sweet spot is that kind of where you're looking same the 550 thing? score is really really good um probably the low is 530 i will work with anybody who has the motivation anybody to that get wants it done. To, anybody yeah. that wants mm -hmm. to actually fix um, it 530 is about the range that we'll be able to get them um to where they need to be and remember i'm only working with homeowners so mm -hmm. 620 640 that's where i want you before i hand you back to your lender and we're done if you want to stay in the program and see if you can get it higher cool um, if not, see you later. It's been great working for you. You know, leave me a review. That's great. it. Okay. Yeah. Can we add all three of the scores together to make a mega score? Does <laughs> I that, don't is think that coming it works yet? that way. Actually, <laughs> no. I'm pretty was, sure that's not it. I was just added. wondering because I want to know what my mega score would be. <laughs> <laughs> Probably be 14. What? My mega score is 14. So, so what kind of advice could you give someone now who's got a low credit score and just not sure what to do? Pay your bills, <laughs> number one. But I don't want to. Yeah, well, then you can't have a house. <laughs> um, no, in all seriousness, the number one thing I tell people is 35% of your score is based on how you pay your bills. Bills. pay them mm -hmm. on time every time the second thing is uh the ratio how much can you borrow versus how much did you borrow mm -hmm. um so you want to keep your credit cards down below 30 percent all the time all the time um if you can keep them closer to five to ten percent you're going to max out the points you'll get from those credit cards um and guys you got to remember debt doesn't mean drowning it means that you owe somebody money it doesn't mean mm -hmm. you have to owe them a lot of money that's how you win the credit game got it what yeah. about, um, so I'm glad you went over the ratios. There's what tell, cause I don't know how this really works either. And I'm embarrassed to say this. So let's say I got 15 different credit cards and I'm only using two. Should I close the other 13? No, you always want to leave it open. Right? You do want to leave it open. Now, um, I tell people cause that makes people nervous. Like they have these cards that are out there and they're open and identity theft and blah, blah, blah. Um, it makes people nervous for me to tell them not to close those cards. There is a caveat to that. Again, I'm in the home buying process. You don't want to close those things. You want to do anything to your score that right. would hurt it. Keep it simple. Yeah, in those six months. Now, if you want to do it over a period of time where you're closing those cards out, I recommend closing one every six months or so. Oh, that, that far. Yeah, and okay. let your score rebound. You're fine because that ratio will lower your score. Six months will rebound it. Then you can do it again. So does, does, does the score drop? And, and, and again, I don't 
I don't deal with credit as much as you guys do, but does the score drop? Is it because you're taking credit away? Like you're taking that account away. So it's, it's, it's increasing the ratio of debt to absolutely. Yeah. It's the, the amount of money that you could have had, you could have used, you no longer have the ability to use that amount of money, but then you might still have other debts. So now it looks like your ratios are high because you got Mm -hmm. rid of a credit card that you had zero on. Right. Right. And that was, they still spread that out over all the cards. So that's what makes it look a little bit different. So that's all off. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, um, let's see. What's, what else did we want to talk about? What would you give? Well, we talked about that. What was what was there something else I was going to ask? I can't remember what it was. What else do you got? <laughs> you having a brain fart, though? I'm having a brain fart. <laughs> there's it's so fri- much it's Friday. we talk about. It's Friday. It's sunny. <laughs> and there's beer across the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I this is true. I'm not going to lie. I'm, 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 having, I'm having some issues. So um, it, go ahead and tell everybody how to get get to your information again because we're also going to put it on our instagram and our facebooks and all that stuff so if they want to reach out to you now again you come through me if you want to start and i'll get you over to stephanie but if they want to just reach out directly someone's on the show they got a 550 credit score because credit karma told them and we'll have a whole other show why not use credit karma yes we will right but that's what everyone's using just like they're using zillow and they shouldn't be doing that you guys can't see it but my whole face just turned bright red i'm like the angry guy from that emotions movie i'm like on fire right Right yeah, it's yeah, me yeah, when yeah. people tell me Zillow told me something. Yeah, you know? Zillow said my house. Zillow said my house is worth three fifty, even though they didn't come Just in stop. it. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at it. So if we want to reach Stephanie, we want to reach SOS Credit Solutions. Go ahead and put that info out there again, because this way, if they don't want to come through myself or another lender or anything like that, they could still get to you. Okay, so it's um, it's soscreditsolutions dot com, um, and my number is seven five seven three five six five seven five six. You can follow me on Facebook, too. Facebook? Do you tweet? No. Does anyone understand how Twitter works? I don't. I've, and everybody that I've Joe talked to is like, understands. it's a no. whole job. I, I, you know, so I have a friend of mine who, um, and he listens to our show, so he's going to hear this, um, that is, is diehard into Twitter. And, uh, and I tell him, Twitter is like the equivalent of the North Jersey of social media. That is where <laughs> the worst of the worst comes out of everybody i don't yeah every time i hear a twitter it's never anything good it is vicious yeah so i don't i don't tweet yeah somebody said you have to like you have to watch it all day i don't have time to comb my hair in the morning no i'm not watching twitter all day thanks (laughs) though it's basically just one long you know uh uh, train of thoughts it's a uh, lot of middle fingers poking at each other yeah poking at each other just people killing each other on twitter yeah yeah for no reason. But then they see each other face to face. Hey, how are you doing? Everything's all good. I don't understand. My buddy told me it's a great place to go when you got to vent about your day. Just get it all out there on somebody. No. no. Go to the gym or something. There's other ways to vent. Live your life in the happy I love when people vent everything on social media about their personal lives. I'm like... Why are you putting it out there that you're getting you're going through a divorce or you you know you just got your car repossessed you know start a GoFundMe no you don't have to put everything out there you don't so take a picture of your dinner put it that put that out there that, that, you kind of want I like I want to go back to that at this point right. remember when Facebook first started I'm it was going, all food yeah. remember when it was yeah. MySpace remember MySpace MySpace oh what music did you have oh, in the background I think I might have had that song Butterfly Sugar you know remember that song <laughs> they were the one hit wonders was that Crazy like, Town you were like talking Crazy about, Town is this like going back to like two thousand three. 
Three two. Yeah, man. This was. Do you yes. remember MySpace? Yeah. You, you, you could customize your background. Your background. Yes. I remember that, dude. Yeah, I had that a giant like Budweiser way. label in my background, which I'm sure is totally illegal because it's trademark. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I had that crazy talent. Yes. The butterfly. Top friends. Yeah. You know, you yeah, yeah your top off. five or top yeah. Ten or yeah, and you yeah. always had the one nope. friend, the guy with the white T-shirt on. Tom. Everyone. Yes. You know, Everybody Tom, was friends Tom, with Tom. He was you know, a nice Tom guy. Just goes around the world taking pictures and stuff. Now. That's, that's all. all is does. that what he does? Yeah, that's all he does. Now. He he was the founder of MySpace. He, yeah, and then he sold it off. He didn't work. He, got sold off. I don't he didn't work out as good as Zuckerberg. I heard somebody <laughs> yeah, was no. trying to bring it back. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I, I think don't it's still. I think it's still there. I, I, I don't think you could log in. Yeah, I think you could log in. I don't think it's gone. I don't think anyone uses it. No, no, it's there. It's MySpace is there. It's active. It's running around. It's got like musicians use it for something. I don't know what. We should give it a hashtag on this week's episode. Hashtag MySpace. Hashtag t- Tom from MySpace. We get a whole bunch of followers. I'm going to turn my MySpace into all credit cards in the background <laughs> now. It's going to be credit cards. Get back the old profiles. <laughs> so, uh, what, so one last thing since we're talking credit cards. Uh, is you, you sound, You're a credit guru. Is there certain cards that do you, that you like better than others? Yeah. Um, so a lot of people ask, a lot of this people a ask question. this question. Yeah. Um, credit cards are credit cards are credit cards, in my view, um, because they affect the FICO score um, all the same way. But here's what I think you need to look for when you're, when you're getting a credit card. Um, the rewards. Yep. What can you get for good behavior? Like yep. you're getting out of jail here. Uh, what do you get for good behavior? Can I use it for groceries? Can I fly with it? Can I get travel points for it mm-hmm. if that's your thing? Cash. Whatever. Yeah. Like, can I take this money that's built up over yeah. time and put it on my bill? Capital One's great for that. Yeah, I, I love the Capital Discovers One. Discovers another one. I'm going to pull up my bank, SunTrust, right now. I got a great credit card with them. I get like uh, anywhere between two and five percent back on on purchases, yeah. and I got special deals where you can get up to uh, I think seven or eight percent or something. And and so the, the it builds on the card, the rewards build on the card, but rather than using them to apply towards a balance, I can deposit them into my savings account and they'll tack another 10% onto it. That's pretty sweet. Nice. Yeah, you were telling me about yeah. that. That's a pretty, because yeah. my American Express is tied. It was shared and now it's Marriott and that one's really mm-hmm. good too. So my wife and I finally decide we're going to buy a timeshare, right? Because we've done fifty seven thousand timeshare demos. Did you go to the Williamsburg? One? No, no, we did it in Florida. We did the Dis- we did Disney. <laughs> so we're down at the Marriott, and then I was like, they were telling me about their credit card, and I'm like researching this credit card, not even listening to the timeshare demo. I'm like, this credit card is pretty sweet. You get a special offer with extra points if you buy a timeshare. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, the timeshare was like seven thousand bucks or whatever. I said. I'll take the credit card. I want to put the entire timeshare because they're trying to sell me the $200 a month payment. I was right. like, no, no, just put it all on the credit card because I'm going to get four times the points, <laughs> right? And then I got 0% for 12 months. They looked at me like I was like some sort of mad scientist. So I got enough points from buying the timeshare because they gave me four times the points, right? Yeah. Then I ended up getting like five free hotel rooms for in New <laughs> York awesome. City for for just doing it. And then, I did, and then I paid zero interest because... Yep. Timeshare, we see all those on credit reports yeah. all the time. People yeah. finance them forever. Yeah. And I'm like, And then they nah. stop paying them. And then they stop paying yeah. them. Yeah, they don't show, they don't And you really... can get foreclosed on on a timeshare. You can. You can. <laughs> they you, will absolutely market foreclosure. They'll foreclose even they if you don't pay the dues. Mm-hmm. Even if they don't pay the dues. Yeah. yeah. You're on the a The funny thing about credit cards, though, honestly, though, is most people don't understand how they work at all. Yeah. Like, they have no idea how they work. They have no idea how they affect their credit My wife score. doesn't know how it works. She thinks that the money comes on the card, and then it just, she doesn't ever have to pay it. <laughs> That's a joke. That was kind of funny. I'm pretty sure me, me and your wife need, not, to, real, we need to have real kind of listen she's, not, she's not going to listen to the show <laughs> anyways. Ah, she doesn't listen to the show. Why. She says real, I'm boring. We all kind of looked at you like, wait, yeah. you're the lender here, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? So I got to make sure. No, she'll do it all the time. Like she'll use Macy's randomly. 
And then if I don't, you know, the bill comes in the mail, and mm-hmm. usually it's like Macy's. It's probably just one of those reminders. But I got to open them because she'll have $37 on there or something. I'm like, why did you use it for $37? Why didn't you just pay? Well, I couldn't find my other card. That was the first one that came out of my purse. You know how to avoid that? Put all your bills on your web bill pay and your in your bank and let them bring the e-book, the e-bill in. I don't I don't do online bill pay. I'm really? a little weird like that. What are you, sixty five? No, man. I like I'm the are guy. You still that, a check writer? Yes. Oh my god. Stop it. I know I pay some online. He really does oh. still have MySpace. I do. Oh, yeah, I do. Does. I do have MySpace. <laughs> I got fourteen friends. <laughs> You and my dad. You know my dad comes down here and he's and probably got he the needs, big book though. He's, he's probably got oh the, no no he comes he comes down with his check. He needs he needs when he needs to get money out of the bank rather than use an ATM card. He writes me a check. He's like, hey, can you go cash this at the bank for me? I'm like, what are you doing? Well, I still use an ATM machine. Just get the ATM card. He's like, no, no, I don't use debit cards. You know, <laughs> really? Yeah, you're not going to track me, NSA. No, they're going to find me. He's worried about people <laughs> looking over his shoulder trying to mug him. You know, and I'm like, what are you? This dad, you got to stop this. <laughs> you're right. This is... it, look, if I steal your checkbook, I can only use it if I have a pen. That's right. <laughs> if I don't That's have a pen right. with me, we're in trouble. <laughs> Well, let's wrap this thing up so we can have a beer before because that place yeah, is yeah. going to get bonkers with yes. the Zach Brown band. So I don't know about yours? beer. I think I'm going to get tequila. That's my thing. So <laughs> They got tequila. <laughs> Bricks wow. has got tequila. Definitely going to have a glass of beer. Yeah. yeah. They got, that sounds right. good. Well, let's finish this up. Suck. All right. <laughs> Did you have anything else you wanted to add today? This was um, great, by the way. Honestly, I, look, I, I really think we. I could do this forever, literally. Mm-hmm. I can answer so many questions. Um, but as long as you have the motivation – to fix your life, to start mm-hmm. over, learn your lesson, and move on. You can have a good credit score. You can have a good life. You can get the financial freedom that you want and that you need. Um, nobody has to stay. What do they say? You know, I was, I was born here. This is all I know, so I'm going to stay this way. Mm-hmm. That's not what has to happen as long as you can learn from your past mistakes. So learn from it, fix it, get better, do better. It's a good life. Excellent. Excellent. That's good stuff. All right, well, let's take a break. Thanks again, Steph. No problem. change happens every day. Down the street, we're raising our voices high. Got to be heard over the thunder. World is rumbling and trembling. All right, so let's... Uh... Let's get into the uh, the mortgage and real estate minutes. That was a really good. Yes, really that good was. Segment. Yes, <laughs> uh, yeah. She, she knows her stuff for sure. <laughs> so, uh, all right, I got a I got a mortgage question that came in for you today, Mike. Uh, so, what's the difference between using a bank for my home loans versus a mortgage company? Good question. There's not a there's not going to be a ton of differences. Mortgage companies typically have a little bit looser guidelines, mm-hmm. um, and then they have sometimes more product. Banks will okay. be maybe limited on just FHA, VA, conventional, maybe not even some of the bond yeah. for the first-time home buyers. Um, but for the most part, and in, in sometimes a bank comes in with a lower interest rate on some. Mm. I'm not gonna lie on a jumbo conventional, really? yeah, on a jumbo loan or a conventional loan, you might see a better interest rate with a bank than a mortgage company. Wow. So, so with with uh, with guidelines, when you were talking about stricter guidelines, so so um, or you, I think you mentioned stricter guidelines for banks. For oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because, you know they're yeah, they're, they're insure, Yeah, they're more regulated. For example, minimum credit scores. Most mortgage companies five eighty to six twenty. Mm-hmm. Most banks are going to be six twenty or even six forty yeah. and above. Um, one bank, lo- big bank here locally that I used to work at, they were six forty for um, FHA loans. Mm-hmm. 
uh, they would go only down to a 620 on VA loans compared gotcha. to like here at Caliber, we'll do VA and FHA at 580. Mm-hmm. So that's wow. that's one of the big differences. Okay, but for the most part, it's it's a lot of the same, same, same. similarities. Yep. Okay, yep. All right. All right, let's get into the real estate question. Yes. Joe, the question is: Should I stay away from homeowners associations while shopping for my first home? <laughs> All I ever hear is nightmares from people who own in them. And man, this is land of the HOAs too. Coming <laughs> yeah. from up north, you're like, yeah. well, what's an HO? What's a HOA? Well, I don't know. Well, what you it- know, I, it's it's funny because you live in an HOA. I, I live in an HOA. They're everywhere. And when I first moved down here and was shopping for my house, um, I specifically did not want to live in an HOA. I, I just I, I didn't like the idea of having rules over right. me. You know, I, I'm like, I, I own a house. I don't want anybody else to have rules over me. But um, I think uh, I think whether you should shop for them or not, I think I think you should give HOAs a look. Um, you know, and 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 uh, you know, it, you can't blanket HOAs and say that they're all bad because there's some really good ones out there. Um, it's more the company managing the it's, HOA. It's all about the company managing it. Um, and and um, you know, so and, and personal preference on on you know on things like that. But the good thing about HOAs is that they can help keep you know keep keep some continuity in the neighborhood keep things kind of uh um they help they help maintain home values in good hoas right you know, um you, you know and that's that goes with yard maintenance you know but also you know, you know structural integrity on homes and things like that you know making sure people are not painting their houses pink right. or black and things like that so um it, they're, they're good for those reasons and, and some of them are very minimal you know like mine mine only charges uh, i mean we pay 15 15 bucks a month for our mm-hmm. hoa and they maintain the common grounds. I mean, we got like six parks in our neighborhood and, and uh, you know, and, and we get somebody's got to pay for those grounds maintenance, you know. No, so. I don't think they're necessarily bad. Here's one thing I'll tell people with the HOAs, get involved. Mm-hmm. If you don't like, I've gotten involved on mine. If I yeah. didn't, if you don't like something, those companies, community group or UPA or whoever it might be, mm-hmm. you can overthrow them usually at any time you want to, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. you don't have to necessarily just mm-hmm. get on, you know, get involved, get on their, on the board, yeah. go to the meetings, voice your concerns. Yep. Like uh, get one of the ones in my neighborhood, stupid door colors, door oh, and yeah. shutter colors. <laughs> it, well, the books came out in 1993. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? A lot of the colors that are out there didn't exist, exist in 1993. <laughs> so, now, where before you would get a nasty gray and paint your door, now they just have you fill out an architectural form, go to the people that, you know, the three houses closest to you. If they're okay with it, we're okay with it. Yeah. They even used to charge 75 bucks. Now they don't charge because yeah. we're like, what do you, 75 bucks for what? bucks to process? What? Yeah, what? what yeah. For what? Yep. So, you know, get involved with them. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they're not necessarily all bad, but there are there are some... Some questionable things are, that they've done. There do, are you some know, questionable ones. Stains yeah. on driveways and too many yeah, weeds. But you're right. They they in my mind they help keep the values up. They yeah, in, in, in general they will. I mean and, and um you know, as long as they're not like um you, you know, fascists about things, you know, uh and one and one of the ways if you're shopping, if you're out there shopping, obviously, you know, ask for you know, ask for a copy of the bylaws if if a seller has them before you even go under contract or something. I mean if you're going to buy in an HOA or you're, you're exploring an HOA, you're going to have that HOA contingency right. to begin with. So you are going to get a copy of the bylaws. You're going to be able to see the financials of the uh, the HOA. You read all the rules, all the regulations, and, and uh, you know you got a review period that you know determine if uh, if you want to live in that neighborhood or not. You know if if you can agree with you know the, the bylaws and things like right. that. But uh, you know it, it doesn't hurt to explore them. And and I know everybody talks about nightmares about them, but uh, you know. I've lived in one for you know eleven twelve years now and I've never had a problem with my HOA and and uh, and I have you know. and I just like I said I got yeah. involved with it and, and fixed the problem yeah. I'm not I'm not going to move because they might 
you know, beat me up because my mailbox <laughs> is dirty. Yeah. So I think it, it, I think it, condo associations it, are a little they might be a little more strict, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was two good, so. two good questions this yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, we appreciate them. So uh, keep them coming, guys. All right, well, that's another great show in the uh, in the books, guys. I hope you all enjoyed it and keep coming back to listen. Uh, we'll be doing another one every couple weeks. So uh, if you like what we're doing, please share the show with your friends and family. We air on all the major services, including iTunes and Spotify. But you can also catch us for free on apps like Breaker and Radio Public. If you have any real estate questions or mortgage questions, you can always reach out to us. Or if you just want to be a guest on the show, we've had a couple of those hitting us up on Instagram. But the best way to get us is to go to www.thehamptonroadsexperience.com. Like I said, you can also read our blogs, find additional information about each show, and all the additional links will be out there. We'll have one for Stephanie at SOS on this week's show. As always, for your real estate needs, though, reach out to Joe at www.beachandbay757.com. Mortgage questions, you know where I'm at, www.onyourvalender.com. Have a great couple weeks, guys. Take care. See you in a couple weeks. Revolution comes.